0: Alright, hey now, this is Bachelor, PhD. The big question is, is co-host Craig, that's me, still Team Cat, after everything that we saw today.
1: (laughs) Is it really any much worse than the things we saw in the last (laughs) two weeks, three weeks?
2: Yeah, I would assume that you're more Team Cat than ever because she's displaying even more hot, crazy girl behavior.
1: She's doing the one thing you would love, right? She's like, first uh, average dude I see, he's mine. That's a <laughs> why do I you love, love.
0: Why do I love that?
1: Why do you love that? Why do you love that? Because you hope that person is you. <laughs> you. You want to be walking down the street it's, like, a, it is totally a trope from, like, a sitcom, too, right? Like, I can't believe he broke up with me. That's it. The first guy I see is coming home. Like, you know, it's a supermodel trope that you wish existed.
0: Oh, okay. And it
1: does, and it plays out here. Well, I, I don't want to skip ahead either, but I just want your take on this, then. Olivia says she's just lighting fires everywhere she goes. hmm There is like a burn it all down because I'm hurt thing there.
0: Yeah, I'm all about burning it down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm with you there, though. I'm with you there. That doesn't mean I like her. It just means (laughs) that she's... That's part of, uh, you know, feeling better. is like everyone else should feel like me.
0: (laughs) I do like how the beauty standard is now to make your face... So hydrated that you can see a reflection in your face. Yes, yeah, i been like Kat. that
2: for a few years, Craig. The like <laughs> dewy, shiny look is yeah. <laughs> is very in. I was going to say that I have. I feel like I have conspiracy theory thoughts about Cat and Eliza in the bathroom.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Can, can we get to that? Th- yeah. That 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 is valid-
2: fully. For- when we talk about paradise fully, but I when I was watching it I was like, this isn't real.
0: (laughs) Really?
1: Oh gotcha. Well, we'll definitely get to that because I again thought that Golden Bachelor was more compelling than oh
0: no. Here we go. Gol you have the Golden Bachelor. They were so so
1: good this week
0: there. Oh, I'm going to tell three women that I love them because I don't really know what the word love means because it's been since 1968.
1: 1968 is a long time ago.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: That's accurate. And Craig, he only technically told two women that he loved them. He said in the confessional that he thinks he's in love with Teresa too, but he didn't tell her.
0: Yeah, Teresa got the short stick on that one.
1: Well, um, how about this to pique your interest? Maybe Faith is also the sex pick. Like, I, I, we have come into this with a for- foregone conclusion that Leslie is a sex pick. Sexy dancer. I don't want le- to let go of her name. But maybe Faith can be the sex pick also. Right?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, like well, I want. Well, we're not sure if there is a sex pick because there's only two picks for the fantasy suites. So that doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room.
1: Well, it leaves some. You have to. You have to have a close second and a sex pick rolled into one. Right. <laughs> right. So that's why he's. <laughs> Maybe it's
2: all sex picks from here on out.
1: You know. Yeah. Like, oh, I love it. Go for I it. Only sex picks.
2: Like we end this episode on a cliffhanger. Right? Gary's crying. Yeah. He has not given out the last rose, so we don't know if it's going to be Teresa going home or if it's going to be Faith going home. And, I mean, I assume, based on the I love yous, that Teresa goes home. Right. And if so, then he's only picked young 60-year-old sex picks.
1: Mm. <laughs> young. young. Well, okay. I have... um, uh, Right, because Teresa is,
0: what, 70? So that's... You're right. Yeah, well,
1: Teresa says it. She's like, I'm here 70, while all the other women are in their 60s. I'm like, is there really that big a difference? I mean, there must be. (laughs) There probably is.
0: I just
2: don't... I noticed that. When she said that, I, like, immediately made me think... The city... There's like an early episode about thirty year old women competing with twenty year old women. And I was like I texted our super fan Jocelyn this and she said the same exact thing. Like, it's that old trope, except it's seventy year old women competing with sixty year old women.
0: Right.
1: But is it but like at that age, I mean twenties and thirties, there is a we've lived it though. So maybe we're on by to it. Because I've yeah, lived it's if in you were 20, seventy, you might to my thirties. Yeah, you yeah. might think, but uh, I still 60s, think that if you look, I mean, the only difference between Leslie and Faith versus Teresa is that they, Leslie and Faith, are like rock and roll, cool or old ladies, and Teresa isn't. There is nothing seventies about her in that way. And Gary says something that's super interesting. That's this:
0: she's such a doll. She's so darling, mm. and and. You know, there's a little special spark there. You give her a hug and she fits in so nicely. Well,
1: <laughs> oh, isn't yeah, that right? important?
0: I mean it, it's kinda hard to describe, you know?
1: If you it's haven't had that in a while.
0: <laughs> a long time.
1: I really think it's Teresa's to lose in this no, case. I, no, yes, no. I think
0: she Really? She you is, listen to that and you think it's Teresa's to lose? Yes. Wow. I don't
1: think she I I think she is everything he wants in a woman um
0: I, you know read, in, that,
1: in that in that ineffable way
0: i read the episode completely differently i think therese is cut okay. not, not that i want her to be cut like i don't i am kind of indifferent but like i think <laughs> therese is the one that's going to be cut because he, and, because he likes that rock and roll girl like you say in the other two
1: well, and then I put Leslie and Faith into the sex picks, right? So let's do like a quick pro con list here, because here's the problem with Leslie and Faith that Teresa doesn't have, is that they're both broken kind of women by mm. situation, circumstance, trauma, everything. Um, but, and, and Teresa has no baggage. Right. So if Gary wants kind of, I mean, I, I'm going to put this in crass terms, but more of the same, right? A perfect little life with a cute little lady, then Teresa, I think it is hers to lose. Wow. But if he wants to take a gamble and choose between Faith and Leslie, quick pro con list. <laughs> <clears throat> well, first off, Faith is farther away from Indiana. I think Leslie could make it work because, as Teresa's daughter pointed out, that is a huge deal. You yeah. cannot live far away from. Wait, no, yeah. hold on a
0: second. Are these mm-hmm. your. Are these your. Is this your list or is this Gary's list? I mean, I think my it's list. This
2: is
1: my, what this Gary's is my list, list
2: in Gary's head. Yeah. This is okay. my that list makes inside sense Gary's to me, head. Because the Teresa thing. I was kind of laughing when her daughter was like, she's here every day. And I was like, Teresa's daughter does not want to lose the free childcare of her mom living in New
0: Jersey.
1: <laughs> right. No, it is. it. You cannot not live. And I don't know how uh, Gary's going to work it out. But he, you'd think that n- Indiana, New Jersey, Indiana, Minneapolis makes more sense than Indiana, Washington state. Right. Okay. And then. There are and then like to add to that broken part of Faith and Leslie, there are no men where Faith lives. She's the hottest woman. I mean, her sister's mega hot too. They're both babes. And then you tell me they live in the middle of nowhere, yeah. probably, right?
2: I noticed that. I was like, wow, Faith's older sister is also like a really good looking older woman.
0: Wow. Yeah. If Faith were president, she'd be Baberham Lincoln. <laughs>
1: Oh, we're back to the well, Craig. Yeah, it's from Wayne's World. Wayne's okay. World. Wayne's World. Yeah. Um, but the you can see. Oh, never mind. I was gonna go into like this. Uh, never mind. Yes, she. They're both like incredibly good looking. They ride horses to town. They play guitar like around a campfire. Um,
0: well, do you think? And you think Gary thinks that's boring?
1: No, I think Gary thinks that's so cool. But unfortunately, she doesn't do that near Indiana. Yeah, but neither does Teresa. Teresa is the opposite of these two women. She is the no baggage safe pick. But, yeah, but and that's why he might Jersey. pick her. But why well, would... I think that's closer. Yeah. That's closer
0: to Indiana. <laughs> hold on. hold it on. Is closer. I'm going over to my globe here. Let me. And I think yeah. what Teresa also
2: your... has is... Teresa's life story mirrors Gary's, right? She had a long-term loving marriage where she married like her high school sweetheart and then he died before her. That's exactly what happened to Gary. So I feel like that mirroring is something that's probably really appealing to him.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I was saying, like the safe pick. And I think in many ways, she's his safe pick, but she's also like, again, has that amazing quality, the X factor thing, Teresa makes so much sense
0: to him. See, but... I think you I think you read that wrong I, I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead.
1: No, no, just okay You can tell me how I read it wrong, but let me tell you my last little piece of advice I, I mean this little piece of like possibilities here not advice uh, possibilities um, As we know, you know I uh, people who have lived safely their whole lives all of a sudden get into nursing homes and go wild STDs, go crazy in these (laughs) nursing homes. Right. So maybe he's going to anti safe pick, (laughs) which is why he's having this, like this dichotomous feeling of like, do I go for Teresa who makes so much sense to me and who would be um, in quotes more of the same, but I love her and I think it's great or do I go wild, whole hog crazy for the woman that I never thought I would be able to get? And that is either Faith or
0: Leslie right. in my eyes. Well, first of all, I think, I think you're right about Leslie. The fact that she lives in Minneapolis is a big plus. Because remember, Gary's not from Indiana. He's from I, Iowa. I'm, and yeah. Iowa is right below <laughs> Minnesota. And so his family probably, you know, lives in the Iowa area, the greater Iowa area, not the greater Indiana area. So I think they could make that work. Him and Leslie can make that work really well. So I think you're right on on that. No problem. But I totally read the Teresa thing differently when he was like, oh, she fit in perfectly when I hug her. I took that to mean like. Yeah, she's cute, but not hot or something like that. You know, like she's cute, but she doesn't really do it for me. That's how I read that.
1: Well, Gary, in my eyes, absolutely goes for instinct and his instincts are right on. So I think
0: if his instincts he's doing are right on, he has yes. Teresa in the top three and she's, as we've he, said, she's that, that a little makes sense to him. unbalanced.
1: No, that makes sense to him. And I think it does make sense. I think there is a lot there. They are like, I did the first night there, there wasn't that there for me. Right. I was like, Teresa seems like she's just going for him. And he's kind of like, whoa, lady. But then after that, it seems like they are building like something that makes more sense to me. Um, No. And I, I, I do think he would go for a woman. I don't want to say, no, he would go for Teresa 100% in real life, but he's the bachelor, the golden bachelor, nevertheless, still the bachelor. So he could do whatever he wants here. He could change his life, which he may want to.
0: Right. Right. We need Caitlin to break this Mm -hmm. tie.
2: No, I think I agree with EZR on this. Ah. I
0: think (sighs) we have real
2: feelings for all of them. Like, I genuinely believe that he has fallen for all three, and that's why he's so upset here, is because he knows that whoever he doesn't pick, both this week and ultimately, is going to have their heart broken, and he feels really bad about having to do that, right? So he feels incredibly guilty, but then there's also that sense of like, all of these women are good options. Whatever one he closes off here is like closing off a potential path to the future. I think that yeah I would think I like faith he did say he loved her and he made out with her in front of her whole family. Right. Which to me was like a you better be picking her. That's a wild move to do if you're not like totally sold on her. Right. But I think it's also like the distance from where he's from and where his kids probably live. And that her lifestyle while she was like oh I worried the lifestyle would be a turn off the like living on a farm riding horses and I think he likes the idea of that, but it is different than what he does now. <laughs> so if he's being safer, a safer choice is Teresa or Leslie at the end, because they would be a little bit easier to fit into his existing life versus something that would be totally different than what he has now.
0: Okay. All right. I defer to you two. We'll find out next week who's right, me well, or you two.
1: Well, that's not really what's going to prove it to us because they left us on an honest to goodness cliffhanger where like we we expected Leslie to be the <clears throat> Right. the the like the absolute third choice, but he's picking his sex pick first and then the the other two.
0: <laughs> well, hold on. You you can't you can't Whoever
1: he picks whoever he picks next week is who he's going to pick in my eyes. I can't I, imagine him No, because lead.
0: you can't in the same breath say that leslie makes a lot of sense because she's from minneapolis and that's
1: the only way she makes sense that is the only way she makes sense though
0: how does she make any more or less sense than faith or teresa
1: he has an unexplainable connection to teresa like that thing that people feel which i
0: read differently okay okay
1: okay all right and then the second and then with faith and then with faith he has a, let's call it a toned down Leslie, but like what he needs is like a little bit of spicy craziness, but not that much, not as much as Leslie. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, she's a big city girl. It, you can't possibly have that. Oh, my God. She's a big
1: city girl who's going to parties, who's still mega hot. Like
0: you, <laughs> going to parties. If
1: you look at her, if you look at her from, she's going to Prince themed sexy dancer parties. You know, uh, if yeah, you true. look at her from like any other angle, you would think she's a twenty-something. She's she's Gary Speed is much more. No matter even if he wishes he had that life, he'd rather of the two like wild rock and roll chicks, he's gonna pick Faith, right? <sighs>
0: um, I mean,
1: like even you can't say no. Like he's not gonna. The only reason to pick Leslie is proximity to. The life he's built with his well daughters. then it
0: has to be faith because it's not teresa i so don't
1: know
0: <laughs> that i don't
2: know you're so sure it's not teresa no i'm not and i'm I not like saying it, it might be i
0: i i'm willing to say it might be but i don't think it's good for gary i think gary could choose teresa but but well no actually i, I walk that back i think based on what we saw gary's not going to choose teresa because he, made, he was like he was describing his sister. It wasn't like he was describing a, a
1: no, lover. No, that's, that's comfort for him, though. He, we're talking about a certain kind of person. Um, it's a comfort thing, and I think it makes sense. Okay, listen.
2: Yeah, I also wonder we, if there's, there's a factor we don't really know in this, which is like how... How similar are any of these women to his late wife, Tony? And how does that play into it? Right? Like, would he want Teresa. something that's Teresa is probably the most similar in terms of like background, life story, etc. But are there other qualities? Like, I remember him giving—I can't remember if this was last week or the week before when I was doing my catch-up—but he gave like a pink quartz crystal to Susan and said that it reminded him of her because like she had these qualities that also reminded him of Tony and I was like I think in Gary's head like similarity to Tony is one of the highest qualities you could potentially have right but like if he says you remind me of Tony because like you have the same inner strength that I saw in Tony or to him that's like I found the perfect woman once, and if this woman has some of the same qualities, even in like a different way or a different package, then that's a sure sign that maybe he's found her again. Uh
0: huh. Yeah.
1: Let since we already talked about it, let me play. Oh my gosh, yes, the most difficult part of this episode to watch, and not because they're older. This has nothing to do with that. This was or legitimately. It does it? No, it doesn't. I mean, okay. So what happened was, <clears throat> Gary, in front of Faith's entire family.
0: Right. He's like, "Sons, do you love me? Kiss me.
1: Oh, my God. It was rough, right? Like, <laughs> imagine <laughs> your Wait, grandma, what's Craig. What's your grandma's my name? What's your grandma's name, Caitlin? What's your Both grandma's name, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig?
0: Both of mine are passed away.
1: What? What's your grandma's name? Lois. Uh, (laughs) Lois. Imagine Lois. Imagine Nora in front of you with a guy you just met kissing you. And your kid is there, Craig.
0: Yeah.
1: And Caitlin, your cats are there watching this. (laughs)
2: The cats are just staring, being like, wow, what the hell?
0: <laughs> They're
1: licking themselves. So you're like, what are you cats thinking?
0: Would you say that? Oh. I don't say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <my> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
1: I know that wasn't, yeah. like, the clearest, but that's literally what we saw. But <clears throat> they try to clean this up with music. They tried to uh, do voiceovers over it. It, it, it. They thought they caught something magical, the Bachelor producers, the crew did. But they caught something that was just, like, the reason people's... Real thoughts when they thought the golden bachelor. Ah, what, mm-hmm. what about, what if something like that were to happen? Right. And then it did.
0: <laughs> huh? Yeah. Good point.
1: It happened. It was, uh, it was, I mean, okay, Craig, let's just put it this way. It was exactly what you said that older people should have more emotional intelligence should yeah. be more careful in the way they express themselves all the things yeah that's where it wasn't done exactly <laughs> and it was awkward yes yeah,
0: i agree with that okay. i know we should, it be, was... we should be watching people with a large amount of emotional intelligence that know what's appropriate in public settings <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, we Say, we said you love me right yeah. in
2: front of everyone yeah I watched that and I imagined myself being one of the kids right because my mom is single and has dated people and I'm like if my mom now currently I was meeting somebody she was dating and they started making out and whispering (laughs) I love you to each other in front of me I would be like I have to go this is I shouldn't be here for this. But right. What if it was prompted by
1: one of your mom's relatives? Like, did you guys said I love you yet? And then they take it as like a should we? It grosses me out
2: even when my sister like kisses her husband at a family function. Like I'm like, Why are you doing that in front of the family? Get out of here. You know, yeah. like <laughs> yes. That's not a family thing to do. And it would be worse if it was my mom. Yeah. Your grandma,
1: like, however these people feel about their grandma in, like, another level mom feeling. I
0: don't know. Lois would never do that.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what do they think about their hot grandma, you know, <clears throat> doing – anyways, okay. Oof, that was rough. Okay, we can move on. That was hard to breathe during that.
0: Kids. Well, I love the two they sons. They showed the like, kids. She's like – Yeah, and I got the first impression rose and the sons are like,
2: Yeah, woo, we knew it. (laughs) Yes. I love the sons being like, Yeah, we predicted this. And I was like, You did?
1: (laughs) I think they know their mom's a hot commodity and she's wasting it away by being in the country. That's like (laughs) I think that's kind of what you gotta think. Although the front of their house looked kind of suburban to me, so like I was very like is this what farmhouses look like now? Faith, I don't know.
0: Um Well, it's Benton City.
1: Okay, but they have horses somewhere. Like where is this? Where is the suburban part? I ah, look, it's not worth going into. <coughs> I'm not sure <laughs> about mean, what I'm saying. I just know I that just it seemed I didn't like the front of the house.
2: A kid's house or like her sister's house or something mm. that maybe hers is a little bit more horsey, run down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I I don't think so. I think that was her house. I mean, you you can have houses in the country, you can have housing developments in the country. What was they definitely weird brought in the
1: furniture uh-huh. was
0: Leslie not having it at anyone's house, having it at some place called the brick and mortar. Did you catch uh, that? Um,
1: I think they just you know yeah, of course. But I think they're, you know, sometimes they're like, you know, what this is an awkward place to film. You don't really have like a, a house we can stage that well. None of them, right? It could be. I don't know. I didn't find yeah. it. I can see doing that because you're just, I don't know, just not comfortable either. I wouldn't. Be I mean, comfortable they, they've either.
0: done it once <clears> or <throat> twice before, where it's not at their house. Like uh, I think, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, there was a finalist a couple of years ago that had it at a like a bar or restaurant kind of place. Yeah,
1: Ariel. Ariel. Exact yeah. Exact season. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I mean, and you can imagine she lives in like an apartment or, you know, like a loft or whatever. whatever. Anyways, okay. Are you ready to move Aven on to Bachelor in Paradise? his at um,
2: a restaurant too.
1: Oh, well, a- no, Avon had it at his like witchy mom's house.
2: Oh, okay. Well, he also had the like witch date in his hometown.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Um, Yeah. Hey, anyway. Well,
0: this is riveting.
1: Okay. And we're moving on to Bachelor in Paradise. Wait, that's it? Unless you got something else to say, do you?
0: Well, I got to guess the theme song. Whoa! You'll
1: never I guess it. Know. The Michael Richards detective short oh, detective yeah. show.
0: Love the Michael Richards show.
1: Yeah, it's called the Michael Richards show. Um, he was a detective. It yeah.
0: made no sense. Yeah, it was like okay. the wor- It was like Kramer, play Kramer, but. We're going to give you this weird backstory. It was like, that was the premise. Yeah.
1: And, and some squeeze in that you solve crimes or like get hired. It's very strange. (laughs) Kramer would never get hired. That's the point of Kramer. Okay. Um, okay. Craig back to, okay. We're back to cat. Now we're back to cat guys. Cat tries not to be the one broken up with. She tries to steal John Henry. Go, (laughs) go,
0: go, you guys, yes, you guys,
1: I have nothing about, I've said my piece
2: on Kat. Yes, I am fascinated by Kat this week. Because All
0: right. See, now we're getting somewhere.
2: <laughs> she's like so clearly a villain, obviously, right? Like the way they edit her, the things that she says, I do think that she's aware of her Like, what, villainousness, villainity? How do you say that? Mm. I think she knows that that's the character she's going to be. Because if she doesn't, she's one of the most mentally unwell people we've ever seen on TV. If she does, she's a great (laughs) actor. Because my favorite thing about Kat this week is, so she gets dumped by Tanner. She insists that she has not been dumped by Tanner. This was mutual, and in fact, she would have dumped him. She just let him talk first because she wanted to hear what he had to say. So, one, incomplete denial about the fact that Tanner absolutely dumped her, not vice versa. Right. Two, she then proceeds to be like, well, he's an F-boy. And right. so, like, no more F-boy. So she's trying to tarnish his reputation with all of the other women, including Davia, presumably, Right. right even though she already knows that Davia likes him and Tanner likes Davia. And instead of being like, well, I'm basically just going to pretend that isn't happening and not address it, which is the more sane way of doing this. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm going to muddy the waters. Maybe Davia won't like him. once (laughs) Once I've said he's an F boy with no evidence that she provides, she doesn't tell them anything about anything bad that Tanner has done. Basically. She just says he's a bad guy. End of story. So that's part one. Part two is when she decides John Henry's hot and she's going to make a play for John Henry. This is my favorite part. In her brain, from what we see of Kat here, is she repeatedly says in Confessionals, she knows that he's like in a thing with Olivia, but she doesn't care. But she's also sort of mentally been like, (laughs) like in her head, not only does she not care that he has a thing with another girl who she's friendly with she acts like Olivia is stepping on her toes by like right. pulling John Henry and making out with John Henry, a man she has been coupled with for like a week and already publicly made out with on the beach. So she's like, how dare she do this to me? Yeah, <laughs> And that part made me laugh really hard. Cause it was like, sorry, what? Like I get that, you know, you have to go for somebody who's already in a couple because that's how the numbers are. Right. But it is very funny to pretend that Olivia has like some nerve to keep on doing coupley things with the man that she's been coupled (laughs) with because Kat's interested in him. And she's like, John Henry's mine. How dare she? And it was like, when did he become yours exactly?
0: (laughs) So far, nothing all that bad.
2: Are you sure? Because you have to remember during a lot of this, she's having confessionals where she's shouting at the camera know, about I'm just how, I'm how bad of a person Tanner is and how John Henry belongs to her as of two hours ago. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, well, are you, no, do you still have points? I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, go ahead. Yeah.
2: No, I don't think there's that much more left other than I am concerned that John Henry picks Kat over Olivia (laughs) which in my opinion is the wrong move also I want Olivia to stay around because she does the funniest impressions of people on the beach like her impression of Kat when she was having the conversation with Eliza was dead on where she's just playing with her hair endlessly and being like your job's so interesting tell me about your job
0: (laughs) (sighs) I I, I I don't find
1: any of these people particularly like good at anything (laughs) They're not, I don't know. Maybe Brayden, he's okay. But, like, he does better commentary than all of them. But...
2: He generally I, does, but he's on my shit list, because I want him to stay with Rachel. Oh, and I also think that,
1: you know, Blake is head and shoulders above, it's smarter than most of these people. So I feel like when he does something, you know, where he says something really pedestrian like totally like oh you know I hope everyone's having fun back on the beach but I'm also trying to explore this relationship I feel like he's really laying it on thick trying to act like he's way dumber than he actually is so in terms of like commentary uh, I feel like only Brayden maybe does you know like I I can't save any of them for commentary for important I don't think anyone is 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 some kind of next level genius here. Like yeah. they're not.
2: So there's also some very fun stuff going on with the Blake and Jess business because they have all these oh, we'll, like we'll voiceovers we'll of Jess being like so concerned that when Blake comes back, maybe it'll be over. And like, but you just made out with Tyler like a second ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But okay, so Cat, so.
1: Um well okay let me just skip back real quick why is cat so concerned with not being the one like she's it's it's a it's not being broken up with it's a little bit far well, beyond just saying you have the upper hand by not being broken there's a up couple, with but there seems something there
0: it's it's she's doing that thing that women do which is mm. <laughs> which is like Oh, you, you don't like me. You're an asshole. Like, there's no gray area there. You either like me, or you, if you don't like me, you're an asshole. That's that's what she's. That's the game she's playing.
1: Okay, I can accept that actually, but yeah. saying that, like, why wouldn't you want to be broken up with? That makes the other guy the bad person. <clears throat> like, her 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 logic makes no sense to me because yeah. if someone no. breaks up with you.
0: She's like George. Then you're the victim. She's like, "How dare you say it's not you, it's me. I invented it. It's not you, it's me." That's kind of what she's
1: <laughs> I think she's I think like... her her logic is but the thing is it sounds like she read her logic in a book and she's yeah. applying it without any real reason. You know, she says, "Never be the one that's broken up with." And I feel like she has a, a bullet points to that. But then she never goes into it. And you're kind of like, why? Why? It doesn't matter. You look bad. It's on TV. It's all caught on tape. You don't need to, like, prove anything to anyone. It was really, um, like, I feel like it's some kind of, you know, movement that we're not in on. That's what made it hard to understand where she was coming from. Wouldn't you want, like, in... In regular logic, wouldn't you want to be the victim? Wouldn't you want to be the one that yeah. looks like you've been hurt by someone else? But she yeah. has some kind of
0: logic to it. Yeah. But yeah, I get but, what I you're mean, saying. What you're saying makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, but I get what you're saying that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, he, she is definitely not. I, I even think the more... We talk about this, Craig. You said a few weeks ago that you're filling in her backstory about (laughs) she's a model who never did. Now I'm starting to believe that backstory. I'm like, dude, she's exactly that backstory.
2: Well, what she reminded me of is, you know that, I don't know if it's like a meme or a trope exactly, that mean girls in high school become nurses. Have you heard this one? Uh,
1: No. Why? It's nursing... What's the, like the chemistry in nursing is, but go ahead. What that's
2: so strange. This is, I've read it on the internet a number of times where they're like, oh, you know, when you get a nurse who is very mean to you, which does happen. And they're like, it's because a lot of mean girls in high school, for some reason are drawn to nursing. And I was like, like, I believe this in Kat's case as a nurse. She was definitely a mean girl in high school. And I (laughs) do not believe she could have a good bedside manner unless She's an excellent actress, and this is all a big show she's been putting on with absolutely no truth in it. In which case, yeah, maybe she's a great nurse. But I'm intrigued by this thought, you know, she absolutely can't get dumped. It would be better for her case that she's trying to sell all of the women on the beach that Tanner is a jerk. If he, if she does say he dumped me and how dare he, like what an asshole, Right. Instead of saying he did not dump me, it was completely mutual. And in fact, I was going to dump him and he's also a bad person. You know, like, I think it's easier to be like, wow, Tanner is so horrible. If that's folded into he broke up with me after he went on a date on my birthday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the thing about about Mean Girls. Don't you want her to be mean to you? No, I
2: I don't want to interact with her (laughs) at all.
1: (laughs) a deep psychosis right there. Yeah. Don't you is. want her to be mean to you?
2: No. I mean, yes. I guess so I can put her in her place. Yeah. I was like, I, I will like, put her in her place. I but interact with her at all. But it's probably because I also don't want to have sex with her, Craig. Hey,
0: I never said that. I've literally <laughs> never said that. <laughs> literally. I um, literally okay. never said that.
1: <laughs> don't you want her to be mean to you?
2: You got to cut, you're cut
0: mean, that clip out so we can reuse it.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, don't you want her to just like step on your throat in stilettos? Don't you want? Yeah, that? yeah. that's what you're kind of went towards there, Craig. Yeah, yeah. You
1: see? Okay, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna leave that where it is because I think me and Caitlin came too close to the volcano's edge right there. I don't want <laughs> to want to stand there anymore. Um, okay, but what is your Caitlin? What is your cat Eliza Aaron thing that you're thinking when they were in the oh. women's dressing room talking okay. about why charity,
2: yeah, war? So, the way we see this on TV, right, is they're in, I think it's the women's bathroom, and they show you a voiceover with little cutouts of their heads with the words yeah. next to it. And it does sound like their voices. I don't think that's fake, right? But this conversation, I believe, was entirely manufactured by the producers because when they have this conversation and Olivia brings this up in her, you know, she hates Kat when Eliza talks to her thing where she was like, why would Kat not have told you this weeks ago when you first coupled up with Aaron B if she came in with this exact knowledge? And Eliza asks her that in the bathroom conversation. And Kat says, oh, I didn't. I thought I did. And it was like, that's weird i don't know how you'd forget being like by the way the man that you're in a relationship with i know some like not nice things about him maybe you should know right i think what actually happened here and this was completely confirmed for me in my like crazed conspiracy brain by the fact that charity came down at the end of the episode this is charity not a contestant they are not going to have her waiting in a hotel for like two weeks for the exact moment this story breaks they called her for a specific time, and I think they told Kat, hey, remember that you might have had a conversation with Charity about this thing? We want you to bring it up to Eliza today, so that she starts having this in her head. And Kat's like, yeah, all right, sure. And then they have the conversation that day, specifically because they know they already have Charity at like the hotel waiting to come in. Yeah. Right, but they're
1: vindicating Kat in this... Conver- the fact that this conversation
2: goes on I mean obviously yeah they're yeah. manufacturing they're saying a- that she's storyline. right about Aaron B even though we don't she doesn't really tell you anything right like it's very muddled she basically says Charity told her that all of the guys from her season who she thinks will be on Paradise are cool and good guys except for Aaron B who there's some rumor about an ex-girlfriend that's like right. all Kat gives you Just very bare bones. What what could that be? You know,
1: right? But I think I mean, if you say they have exes that couldn't say great things about them, I think that's good enough (laughs) to say. I I don't know, like you know, you're not going to do some one thing. You're going to be a shitty person throughout the relationship. And this, so let's. I want to hear Aaron's explanation of his ex, and let's see if we can get his timeline straight. So. (laughs) Charity's <laughs> season started filming
2: in January, right? i Is that what I'd we're have to double here? check that. Let me let me look it up.
0: While you're doing I'm that, pretty can positive. We, can we save some space to talk about Cat being best friends with Charity? Yeah, um, you we're
1: can weird. say that right now. I'm I have nothing by to...
2: this. I mean, the Cat says, What's Charity's the... her best friend?"
0: She said, "Literally, my best friend."
2: Literally, my best friend. Well, okay. She did charity dirty in in the season that they were on together. Oh yeah. Right, right. She said, "Oh, you shouldn't have pulled him before."
1: He, like you know, they. Uh, she she but but there. I mean, that's kind of that was so small, and everyone else took on the role of bullying cat that day. If you guys remember that episode, so what happened geez. was that charity was not really involved and charity had a date with Zach and right before the charity Zach date cat said can I pull you Zach right and made out with him and then made everyone out with him was the like oh right before the date right and right. everyone was like cat that is not okay to do right before charity's date and charity just kind of sat there like uh well it's it is kind of a show we're on. Like, you know, she just kind of sat there
2: and yeah, Brooklyn Charity went was crazy on cat, laid back about it. I think she was like, well, you know, I prefer that you didn't, but it's whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: And, and I, I think when they, I mean, first off, we all know that this is like summer camp, my best friend at summer camp, my best friend on the bachelor. Right. And then I think when they well, say that, they all,
0: they all end up living together then in LA or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. They probably do become, some of them do become, really good friends, but some of them are, you know, bachelor best friends. And secondly, when they say that, I think Charity is so sweet and, like, amicable with everybody that yeah. it's okay for Kat to say that. Kat thinks
2: that's her best mm-hmm. friend. Charity right. knows Charity's that her everyone's best her best friend. But yeah, yeah. Charity has, like, 50 <laughs> best friends in the Bachelor universe. Yeah, okay, days. that's fair. I would I would buy that. So I look up the filming <sighs> dates, March 20th through April 30th. Okay, so March
1: so basically so here's his timeline he says he goes through, we're, we're gonna play it but just so we can kind of hear because all of a sudden just like eliza said there's not one x there's two and then there's all these dates he throws at her to kind of throw her i mean i do think it was kind of to throw her off but he goes through august so we're guessing the august before filming the october before filming and the january yes, before the filming. the january before but, filming but, but you're kind of, even if they film in March, you kind of assume that by February, they're all ready to go, right? So let's hear his explanation,
0: Aaron. I had an ex last year. We broke up in August, right before her birthday, uh, because of the toxicity in our relationship. She's been trying to put my name out there because she thinks that I broke up with her to go on show point the truth is I had not been talking to her since August I got the call in December Mm -hmm. Um, I was seeing someone else at the time and she ended things in October Uh, I actually she she stopped seeing me a couple times so it was kind of like on and off like not really like official like boyfriend and girlfriend but he decided to end things over text with me two days after New Year's and that was in January so, the fact that she says that I broke up with her to go on the show and that I had two girlfriends at once is just 0% true. All right. There you go.
1: Okay. So, no. Well, we hear here. I, here, think here, I, I mean, get it. I think I get it too. But I still, I still think he's trying to weasel out of something where what he's, if we were to take his side, if we were to listen to exactly what he said, he is saying that in August they more or less broke up. Then throughout fall he was dating someone else, even though he knew he was a on the Bachelorette, maybe, right? Maybe he had but like he and then, then he kept he was accepted yet. Right. And then he kept kind of seeing woman X number one, even though there was an X number two thrown in there.
2: No, and I then think by that I'm reading it as <laughs> X number one is the one where it ended in August. This is the mm-hmm. one who contacted charity. Ex number two, he starts dating in the fall, but then they break up and get back together numerous times. So they're dating, and then they end once in October. Presumably this is when he applies to the show. He knows he's getting into the show in December. He's on and off again with that woman still until January, New Year's Day. That woman breaks up with him. Ex number one, he broke up with right before her birthday, which... It's a great move to avoid having to get a birthday present and take them oh, out yeah. to dinner.
0: That's a classic move.
2: What? So X number one is the apparently the one where the relationship was toxic, and she's the one who's been talking to Charity. She found out that he was dating this other woman on and off in the fall, and either she thought it overlapped with the end of their relationship, or she still thinks they're together in the fall, which wouldn't make sense if they had stopped talking in August, right? If he hasn't spoken to her since August... So that's the confusing part is like, does she think he was both two timing her with X number two fall on and off again, X. And that maybe he applied to the show while he was breaking up with X number one. That's possible, I guess. Okay. so what's the
1: what's the wait, 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 wait Uh, there. I do think there's another read to this, though, which is my read, which is that X number one, August birthday X number two is fall relationship. X number one keeps reappearing throughout fall relationship. Through that timeline, he's dating two women, but he's also applying or he's also in talks of being on the bachelorette. So there is, it's more than just messy. Right? So, he, so
0: he, he, he's, he, he's broke hedging up. all
1: his bets. No, oh, mm-hmm. he, he,
0: look, no, I'm not trying to I be like, it. Oh, he's a guy, I'm gonna believe him. I'm not doing that. But like his time is believe sense. all men. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, it it's like it makes sense to me. What I don't understand what the problem is. Well, okay, so so he broke up with somebody, he he dated somebody else, well, broke she broke up with him yeah, and then she went see, on the but, bachelorette. Okay. How is that a well, problem?
1: What you're not kind of seeing here is that this is the good version. This is Aaron's version. Which means that this is the best yeah, possible light it what could be Yeah, but at what point do we say... It's probably uh, way more likely no. that it is way worse than this. How... how... It is way worse than <laughs> what he's saying.
0: When do we say... When do we say that it's them clout chasing? You know what I'm saying?
2: I don't think... No. I don't think the cloud chaser is saying. part of this at all. I think how, but
0: the, how, how do we know the woman's not just a cloud chaser?
2: Oh, that you think X number one, the one yeah. who reportedly talked to chair. Yeah. When do them.
0: we say, oh, they're just chasing cloud, making a bigger deal out of something? Well, that we don't know her name.
2: I mean, what? I mean, of she... course we don't. But I'm
1: saying, how could she be cloud chasing <laughs> if we don't know anything about her? Because her their name she...
0: will come out. Everyone likes to be in the in, the, in the, mm-hmm. the spotlight for fifteen minutes, and she'll have her fifteen minutes of fame, just like I every mean, other. I mean, she
1: she could have done what and what other exes have done on the bachelor shows and come on the show
0: come on the show right
1: like other women and men ha- well some men but mostly women have done um okay
2: here's the like okay hang on one second i want to Go bring in i was trying to google to find out if there's more info about aaron b's ex-girlfriend drama there's an interview with wells adams where mm-hmm. he mentions this yesterday
1: well, always says, trying to cloud chase. There's your cloud chaser. Uh, so they Who asked cares him what Wells thinks
2: about the Aaron situation. He said Aaron also told me the story and gave me the same timeline. I needed a corkboard, red string, and six Excel spreadsheets to understand what he was talking about. I'm not even sure uh, if I understand I now. When defending Wells. yourself, sometimes less is more. So he's agreeing with you, YZR. He thinks the dates are. See, here's where <laughs> well, I'm at. Right? He's... If you're Aaron right. and you're trying to make this look as clean as possible, the dates do make <laughs> sense. However. If you're trying to make it as clean as possible, it wouldn't make any sense to say that X number one ended in August and you haven't spoken since then, right? Because that's something that could easily be disproven if that woman had talked to Charity and said like, no, we were texting throughout the fall or whatever, right? Yeah, well, okay. I think it makes more Uh sense that X number one, they broke up, it was bitter. Bad relationship, bad breakup. She finds out that he's dating somebody else like immediately. She's upset about that, and so then she spends a lot of time being like, what's his deal, trying to dig into whether or not she probably assumes that he was cheating on her already with this woman, whether or not that's accurate. That's probably what she's thinking, is he already had somebody else lined up when they broke up. We don't know if that's true or not. And then she decides to contact Charity when she sees Aaron on the show, and she's like, he must have applied when we were still dating, and he's also a bad guy because I'm pretty sure he was two-timing me.
1: I, yeah. I I think the timeline can be interpreted two ways, like my way or your way. I don't think there's like, and honestly, I don't think there's much of a difference in what that makes Aaron. And throughout this, I cannot forget who Aaron was on charity season. He was petty. He was arrogant. He was the kind of person who decided like for charity, you know, he, he kind of pulled the wool over her eyes. I mean, Differently than the other man did, but he did do, he said certain things that he was always like, well, it should have been me. (laughs) And then he came back to, you know, woo her when she had already made up her mind about him. And I think that's why my timeline kind of feels more Aaron, um, where this person kept popping up throughout a second relationship.
0: This is an evidence based podcast, and you're basing that on a feeling but
1: see but the way no it's not a feeling it's his character and the way he um said the timeline whether he gets the exact same dates right was muddled on purpose you know me and caitlin can't we heard the same thing and we came to two different and i think anyone can hear it either way because of the way he said it. And he said it to, look, we know Eliza's a smart girl and she's kind of standing there like,
2: huh, because he's saying it in a very muddled way. She said she was confused, which does make sense to me, right? If you're in that conversation and you're thinking like, she already comes into it confused because she heard that there was some drama from Kat, but she has no idea what the drama is and she thought things were going well. So then she sits him down and he gives this narrative that is you have to dissect it to make sense out of it. I think like you have to go through it and be like okay, so one girl broke up then and then this one then, right when he just explains it flat out, it doesn't make sense on its face. You have to think through it. And it also doesn't I think cuz she walked away at this point I would have asked more questions if I was Eliza, because what I would want to know at that point is like, I thought there was only one ex-girlfriend in this drama. You're telling me there's two exes, one. And secondly, I would want to know, well, which one of these women contacted Charity and what exactly did they say about you? Like, what was their problem with you? Because none of this sounds yeah, well, like he- the way Aaron explains it. It's like, okay, there was at least one bad breakup. And then the fall relationship girl, they broke up multiple times and got back together. Yeah. Either one of them could be upset about it Yes. Right.
1: And, and he also does a whole, um, you know, instead of saying what happened, he said there was a lot of toxicity. And the- he does these general umbrella things, which is why we're confused about the timeline, too. Um, a lot of toxicity no, 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 in the
2: relationship. From who? Why? Who? What? Do you know? It's not
0: important. It's on our business. It is important. Uh, it is
2: important. It- Turn to Eliza. It's Eliza's She's... business here, I think is a
0: no, thing. No, if no. Wait, you want to no. We're watching a show
1: is... about relationships on Peminently, a beach. What do you
0: mean It's, of our no, it is our it's none of our business. No, it's none of our business. This have is what the, the right show's to know about. What the toxicity of a past relationship was.
1: We're not talking about you, Craig. We're talking about these people who decided to be on TV about their relations, and we watch their relationships pan out. We have a right now to their past relationships and their future relationships. So, because he
0: didn't that's elaborate on, so because he didn't elaborate on what the toxicity was, you don't believe him about his timeline at all. That, that I, I'm that, saying that's that the reason
1: stretch. that the that the fact that he didn't elaborate makes me think he's uh, he's trying to pull one over on Eliza on us trying to muddle the situation to be like, look, everyone is toxic. Ah, uh, not me. I mean, I'm kind of in the, um, in the cooker here. I don't know what's going on. He's trying to <laughs> make everyone
2: guilty because he's guilty. So I will yeah. say, you don't say stuff like don't that. There is one thing in here that stands out to me, which is, I've heard this axiom before. If you're dating a man, and when you talk about your past relationships, every single ex-girlfriend he ever talks about is his crazy ex. Right. That's a red flag, right? Because well, what you're wondering is, like, don't... are they crazy? Or was the problem that man all along? Well, first right? of
0: all, first of all, he didn't men talk know about not every to say girl he's anymore. ever dated. He only no, talked wait about a two girls he dated.
1: Yeah, but men know not to say that anymore. Now they say stuff like it was a toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, so, you're, you're getting so much out of this uh, from Aaron B that just wasn't there. I'm sorry. Well,
2: here's one thing I will say is, I mean, I'm inclined to be sort of in the middle on this in that because we don't really know both what happened with either of these relationships or what one or both of these women said to Charity that made her be like, "Wow, my opinion on Aaron B has changed. One thing I didn't like from Aaron is when they did the confessionals talking about, you know, Charity comes down and he's like, oh, no. And he says, Charity, how much do you want to ruin my life right now? What does that mean? Why would Charity have any motivation to ruin Aaron's life? She had her happy ending, not with Aaron, and she didn't want Aaron and it was fine. Right. So I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't think Charity has any motivation other than like.
0: Well, she could. Right. Sorry, dinner. Yes,
2: like and I don't think she has any motivation to lie or exaggerate his behavior. Right. right. She
0: she could ruin his life inadvertently. She
2: could ruin his life inadvertently by telling what she heard from somebody else. Right. But I, th- I don't I th- think she would have any motive in being like I've got to expose Aaron. I don't think like no. the way he says it is like, oh, charity could ruin my life by exposing the things that she was told about me, right? right. And it's like, okay, but that's not if she was like a vengeful ex coming down the beach to be like, I got to tell you all the dirt about Aaron. He's so bad. It's like, but that doesn't seem like what her feeling is about this. Right.
1: He it's so, um, you know, if we have one person to kind of trust in this whole thing, it's charity. Charity is trustworthy.
2: And yeah, we had a whole season her of be- her proving that she's like, right. A, nice person who seems genuinely trustworthy
1: and, and who's a good judge. Who's more or less a good judge of character. I don't know about Joey, but um so I, I think that just with that, I would take whatever she says as factual. And then on top of that, the way Aaron reacts, the way he's trying to, you know, mess things up to kind of be like, Oh, look, we're all guilty here. <laughs> or <laughs> There's so much there There's so many reasons to be against okay. Aaron
0: All right, We'll but, agree okay, to disagree We can move on
1: um, And Brayden what's, What about Brayden, Caitlin
2: <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm not liking His decision to go on the date With what's her name, Becca um, And then be like, wow I'm having such a deep emotional connection With Becca, and I'm like, no Brayden You're supposed to be connecting with Rachel The former Bachelorette, get out of there <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Well, it's kind of, you know, they shouldn't bring these night one people down. Yeah,
0: yeah. I
1: don't understand that at all. I know they're trying to like grocery store Joe, everybody like, oh, look, they cut these really beautiful people. I don't care. I don't know them. Right. You know, that's a point of the show. Yeah. Beautiful and people aside.
2: You could do about one or two per season and it would be OK. But they have so many in there that it's really were like I don't know anything about this person and they made fun of it on this show even when they showed those clips of Becca on Zach's season they kept on showing an arrow to be like here she is in the background (laughs) background. here she is right it's like yeah because we literally we never saw a full actual face shot of her doing anything
1: (laughs) yeah and and then she tries to explain it away that she was too shy and it's just kind of like I don't care Brayden should be with someone who got cut
2: you know Yes. On the last Reece week, second to last week. He has star power, right? Yeah. yeah. He was the villain of his season, but like a lovable villain. And he it made quirky. it pretty far. Quirky, lovable villain, right? <laughs> he needs to be with somebody who at least made it as far as he did, or is like a fan favorite or some other designation. He shouldn't be with a night one person. And like, how dare you? If you have the bachelorette <laughs> at home, you don't go out looking for something else. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's 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 I mean, I, I don't mind him not being with Rachel because, again, I don't think they make sense. And I think Rachel knows it. That's why she doesn't go full on. She's like that. She knows somewhere in her heart. Her face showed me that she knew she doesn't that, go that full wasn't cat right. On it might situation. be
2: fun. No, she does yeah. not go full cat on it. I did feel I felt sad during that scene when um, it's Tyler and Avon, you know, her like number two and number three guys, basically yeah. Um, talking about her walking alone on the beach in the surf and being like, Oh man, Rachel, what are you going to do now? You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And she's, you know what? She is extremely picky because she is not interested in so many men
2: all the time.
1: You know, she has men that are so
2: desirable. I mean, it would be easy, I think, for her to snag some of these other men on the beach. Like if she wanted to try to steal John Henry or like, peter pilot version too she could take those guys but she doesn't nobody nobody wants wants peter pilot and john henry is like (laughs) cute but he's already got all these other drama women around him so i mean i hope they send down a last minute man to like save her because i i want to see her redemption arc of like finding love again with somebody who maybe doesn't break up with her in a safe house
1: I, I kind of don't because I feel like she's had enough chances. She's had enough. She's had half of a season of men and none of them were good. I mean, one of them was, but none of them were good enough for her. Like, you know, she did reject a lot of quality men. And then she's been on Bachelor in Paradise and she's not picking correctly and it's not working out. And I feel like she's had enough chances She's kind of done for me. Like, don't go on the like I said tons of times already.
2: Don't go on the beach if you were an ex lead. It's just not a good look. Mm. Okay, yeah, and it it, you know she Rebecca also Kufrin. She's got like a baby and engaged to Thomas the Trash Can. You know. Well, if you remember, about the Trash pe- Can, according she, to Aaron Clancy,
1: <laughs> she. I felt like she came down as like a hey, look, I'm the I'm the ex lead, and I might not stick around, and then she does. So that's the way to go, is to kind of say, oh, I'm just saying hi to my friends. And then you're like, wait a minute, this person. But if you don't feel the wait a minute,
2: this person, then leave. It's not yeah, worth so it. So if you don't, if somebody doesn't catch your eye that you're like, I, I want them, then you just, well, I think honestly, it's worse for Rachel because she was there at the start. I do think you actually have more of an advantage if you came in a few weeks in, even though you have to like steal Somebody's existing partnership, you do have that date card immediately, so you get to take them away. And like, I think it would actually be better for her if that had happened.
1: Mm. So then we have to talk about. Okay, so this is this, this is pretty frustrating about the Tyler, Jess, Blake, and then um, Jenna.
2: Uh, yes, Jen. this is a so wild it, quadrangle. Yes, because
1: or whatever it is. We did not see who wants to talk to who, Tyler or Jess. Um, and, and then again, and then Tyler could have taken Jess on the date instead of Mercedes, but maybe was asked have. to take Mercedes to break up the Will thing per the producer's request because they hated Will <laughs> for like, no good we're reason. Have Will out of
2: here. We hate him.
1: That is and it, they, you know, they just hate him. They want to torture and break him first. And I think they did. There was like a deep, deep thing against Will, which was so sad for us to watch. It made us really feel like yeah. there were these... i bad for him, honestly. Yeah, there was these blindsider people that had already planned, um, but maybe it was the producers who were just trying to, like, murder Will oh, slowly. Yeah. Oh, so here is Tyler and Jess and their First kiss that again kind of comes out of nowhere, and they should have set it up better. I don't know why they chose not to. Maybe because they forced it. I don't know. They, the producers.
0: I talked with a couple of the guys, and I said, if I did get a date card, like I would take you on that date. You know, just because I have that time with you, for sure. Okay, so you do kind of like me. I do! (laughs) You do kind of
2: like this. curious. I mean, I would kiss you right now, but I would feel bad about that afterwards. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I want to have that song.
1: (laughs) No, I'm so scared.
2: they play this song, which is very weird.
1: (laughs) They don't normally play play songs.
2: But the lyrics match exactly what's going on in their relationships. I'm going to need you to choose. need right, you to but, make up your mind. But they're both
1: choosing, like, right then and there. They don't care about the other person. Jess and yeah. does not care about Blake. Blake does not care about Jess. You're kind of like, what's this set That was a nothing? little
2: brutal because they say, like, they talk about wanting to kiss each other briefly. They look around to see who's watching them. And Tyler sort of makes this mention of like, well, there's a conversation I should have first. Like, he should tell Mercedes. But then they just go like, F it. We're just going to make out right now.
1: Yeah. And then it doesn't look like Tyler and Mercedes have really been talking at all the whole time. So it does feel a little bit like a setup um, on anyone on the producer's part to set up, you know, break will also Kylie and Mercedes are best friends. Aven <laughs> and Tyler are best friends. Let's see if that works out. Didn't work out. They're not looking for each other. I don't know. I don't think Tyler and Mercedes were ever really a thing. And mm, I don't know. And then again, you know, I don't think Jess and Blake were ever that into right. each other. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like there's no stakes here.
2: I have to say, um, if you're listening closely to what Jess says, she makes herself look incredibly bad in this episode because when she's talking about Blake being on the date, what she says is, you know, like, I'm the only one to explore, but now maybe I'll be without a rose. That's what she says, right? She doesn't say I'm the only one to explore, but maybe in doing that, I lost Blake, which would be like, she pretty much blatantly says, you know, like, oh, I messed up because maybe I won't get a rose this week instead of I messed up and maybe i messed up this potential relationship. Right. So i'm like, "Oh, girl, you you just outed as basically like you don't really like Blake that much at all and you were <laughs> kind of floating along with him for a while." Yeah.
1: And it's and it but at the same time, how interested is she in Tyler? How interested is Blake in Jen? Like it just it, it all kind of seems super low stakes. Like they're just not it the, these 20 somethings have like zero libido, zero like passion, zero. Okay, hold know, especially on. Especially compared to the golden batch that we're watching, <laughs> they they can't help themselves in front of grandchildren. That's what makes this <laughs> three hour block harder. So the, to millenni- watch.
0: the millennials have no sex drive. These are
1: Gen Z, the... Craig. Oh, are they? I yeah,
0: think I so. I guess you're right. Well, yeah, because Jess is what, 24 now? Does she that could her... be 18 for all we
1: need She is 24 <laughs> yeah. currently, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're just they boring. No you know, there's... <laughs> it, isn't that weird? Don't you think
2: that's weird?
0: It is kind of weird. Like, uh, it makes you wonder who... What kind of guy would have to walk down for Jess to get swept off her feet, if any.
2: Well, you think it should be Tyler, Tyler, reasonably, right? It's like, yeah. he's a man who she has stated she finds attractive. And he apparently finds her attractive, but then, like, he didn't take her on the date. And then when they do talk, it is very, like, it almost seems like a foregone conclusion. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, we're we're both flagging that we have an interest in each other. Well, let's just make out right now. Right. right. <laughs> so it's like a very odd. Yeah, they're basically confirmed. They're like, you were on my list. You were on my list. Well, why don't we do this? You know? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
1: Well, yeah, so anyone, anyway, that's the I don't know, like we're we're watching something. they they're playing this song. I mean, it feels like a B movie. You know, you're like, was I supposed to care about Jess and Blake's relationship? because <laughs> you did not set me up for that. You set me no. up for nothing.
2: <laughs> they weren't really getting a lot of screen time other than last week when it was like, are they breaking up or not? What's going on here at the end of the episode? What I kind of assume will happen. Is that Blake is going to give his rose to Genevieve now. Yeah. Because he's going to come back and have that conversation with Jess, and she's probably going to say, Well, I have formed a very nascent connection with Tyler while you were gone. And she's going to act really guilty about it. And right. he's going to be like, Well, this seems to settle the fact that you actually weren't super interested in me, and I, I had a good date with Genevieve. So, like, right. let's go there. You know? Yeah. yeah, the, the, no, the, yeah, real, no. yeah the real passion
1: that'll come out there is that Kylie will be super upset that her best friend Mercedes is leaving. her best
2: friend will probably leave after this next rose ceremony. Because if Tyler goes the way that it seems inevitable based on what we've seen so far is like Blake will give the rose to Genevieve Tyler will give the rose to Jess. Mercedes hasn't been talking to any other man. And so therefore she'll go home and Kylie will probably be pissed off.
0: Right. All right. We got it all figured out. You heard it here no, first. No, well, my issue PhD. is that the
1: <laughs> my, no, I, I, I like I, it, that to me is kind of like secondary. What matters here is that the only relationships that matter are the best friends that live together, which is yes. so strange. Like this is not, that's not fun for us to watch. That's my issue. Um, It's just not, uh, there's no, yeah, there's no stakes. Um, It's kind of. And, and they, they keep doing this thing. So the only thing we really have to look forward to here is will Aaron get outed in the corner, you know, by being put in a corner? That's the.
2: Yeah, the, the one big drama is what yeah. exactly will Charity tell Eliza about what she heard from one of Aaron B's exes? And then will Eliza decide to that she doesn't want to be with Aaron B based on that information? Like what's going to happen with that Uh, I will say something I found very funny with Kylie and Avon this week is they're, you know, they're just always kind of together, like, cuddling 24-7. But one conversation they aired with them, Kylie says to him, I want you to see me fresh, like Vedanta fresh. (laughs) And I found it really funny. Vedanta is the name of the hotel that they stay at before they go in. And sometimes they have, like, dinners at for the Uh... dates. Really? So she was saying, like, I want you to see me showered and like done up really nicely instead of like a beach dirty. And I was huh. just like, it's very funny to me. that The phrase Vedanta fresh is like code uh-huh. for that.
0: <laughs> Good catch, Caitlin. You heard it here first on The Bachelor PhD. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, even though Kylie is someone I would normally not like, I really like her. She is genuine and she, I mean, she does seem like she has a lot of issues, but they don't come out in the vindictive way that Kat does. She has issues, and she's <laughs> a nurse too. Uh, and she, she has she issues her. that that are just hard for her to hide. And she's has all her, you know, her cards are always out. She's she wants even she has no problem saying it. Um, and I think someone like Aven. R- really appreciates that i think Mm -hmm. they're because we remember aben from rachel season uh i i like their their pairing i hope it's exactly Mm -hmm. what kylie said we're like you weren't the bachelor but i wish you had been and we're gonna like not worry about me winning the bachelor we're just gonna be a good bachelor couple like she has no problem with it not being the grand thing that she wanted. Yeah, it. it's just I right. do
2: kind of like the simplicity of it's like, she's had a crush on Avon via social media for several months. At least she was wanting to meet him. They meet and she's like, he's just as perfect as I thought. I love Avon. I'm super in on Avon. And he also seems similarly like unproblematic, nice, normal dude. Who's like Kylie's hot. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and when's the last time you saw someone fill in the blank and they filled it in correctly? You know? They both <laughs> didn't really know each other, but they both said you're this. No, you're this and they're they're correct. Hopefully they get married at the they end. They
2: read and each it's... other correctly. It was like you're yeah. exactly what I thought you would be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Somebody's getting married at the end and it could Hopefully be one If
2: it's it, even it makes like so much more sense
1: sense if it was them. Anyone else, I don't think anyone else really makes sense in any, you know, I, there's no one that that actually looks like they work the way those two. We think they work, right? We're, I'm filling in the blanks too, but I think I'm filling in the blanks based on evidence. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we did a good treatment on both of the shows. We'll see what happens next week. Um, I mean, kat has got a big go cliffhanger, home at some
1: Golden point. Bachelor. Yeah, both yeah.
0: of
2: you had cliffhanger um, kind of endings. I think Cat. stays. Mean, how much Somebody's more can gotta, they push her? Yeah. I think they want. I don't her think she to has stay to go home. As like the big, she's their villain in the show. They want to have her for several more episodes. I think what's going to be interesting to see is how do they does do the producers want to save both Cat and Olivia, and if so, how do they do that?
0: Right. You gotta send another guy down or something.
2: They'd have to send another guy down for it. And then if they also want to save Rachel, that means they have to send down two men.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, Rachel's not and no one worth saving at this point. You know. (laughs) (laughs) She's not interesting.
2: You heard
0: her here first on
1: the PhD. uh,
2: Well, I think they might want to just because she's a former lead and that's still something that they can give a lot of attention to. So they might want to. I don't know. It's really going to, I think, come down to who the producers think is going to give them good storylines for the next few weeks out of those women. And I think John Henry is like a total pawn here. I think he yeah. could go either way. He does seem to like, you know, he makes out with Olivia freely. So he's not opposed to Olivia, certainly. But I think if the producers were like, we need you to pick Kat for this rose ceremony, that he would do that.
0: Yeah, He'd be like,
2: okay. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, sure, I'll start making out with Kat. <laughs> okay.
0: um all right well we had a couple arguments which is you know i think the podcast works best when we disagree as i've said many times before and we agreed on some stuff so this is good we got a good mix
1: yeah if you agree with craig dm <laughs> him on blue sky or what <laughs> uh cloud him on
0: Blue Sky. <laughs> um, really figured out blue sky yet but i was <laughs>
1: okay there. never mind then
0: you can find the, you text. can find us at, at bachelor master not passive at bachelor phd <gasps> oh my god craig. goodness you said
1: the word craig craig oh, no, you go you
2: are going to professor jail now this like yeah. when you're talking to your new girlfriend and you say the <laughs> girlfriend's
0: name Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is kind of like that. Okay. I'll, I'll do better next time. Okay. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye.